The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, let me just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. I am excited to, to to bring this up, man. Let's go beyond the fairway with J.R. Smith. Smitty. Shoot. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, let me just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. Beyond the Fairway back again, Will Lowry, special guest J.R. Smith is in the building. J.R., what's cracking, man? Hey, no, what's happening? Shoot, we, you see it. We out here just, just living. We trying to be like you. That's what it is. Hey, 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 Jr. I'm so I'm so curious to see this man gonna keep his Brian Gumble voice for you. No, it's not. No, this, I'm, is, I'm, 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 <laughs> this is so funny because typically when we have other people on, he turns you know Mark Gumble ish. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, he doing it. But with you, I'm gonna see how long it's gonna last. I hate you so much. Me, man. <laughs> I, I, that's why I hate Will. Gerald, let's, let's let's start from the beginning, man. Look, you from Newark, New Jersey. You played in the league 16 years. That's impressive as hell. Just right there, like the fact that you had that longevity in the league. How did you get to? How did you even get pick this game up? Uh, I picked it up with Moses Malone, man. I was in. Um, I was working out in Houston. Uh, hold hold, hold on, Moses Malone. Yeah, OG man, rest in peace, man. Hall of Famer Moses Malone, man. Nice. Uh, I was out there in uh, Houston working out with John Lucas. We was in the uh, gym every day. Me, Stan, Steve Francis, uh, Tino Mobley, all these dudes. Um, uh, T Mac and all of them, and Rashard Lewis was in there. So Rashard Lewis, being from Houston, he had started his first foundation event, and his first foundation event was a golf outing. So he got Clyde Drexler, all the legends to come out and whatnot. And uh, you know, I ain't play golf, but I told him I come out and show love and show support, or whatever. So ride around on the cart, you know, have a couple of drinks, that's <laughs> with it. Cart girls and shit. and um, 
I pulled up on Moses Malone group. And he like, man, young fella, you talking all this stuff, man? Come hit this ball. Come hit this ball. You talking all this stuff. I'm like, man, I don't even play golf, man. I know I'm better than y'all. I get up <laughs> on the tee box, show me how to hold the club. I'm watching the dude. Dude hit it 10 yards. One dude hit barely hit the ball. I'm like, oh, my God. So I get up there, hit that jump 300 yards down the fairway, first swing. Stop it. That's He's a like, lie. No, straight up. Cap. All no, cap. Straight up. He's like, he like, man, hell no, hell no. They going off. I throw the club. I'm talking. <laughs> off the start. We'll have a couple more drinks or whatever. I come back. He's they, he talking all day, man. He's telling everybody, man, you ain't going to believe it. He's the first time he ever hit it. Do it again. Do it again. Like I'm happy Gilmore or something. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I get up there, try to hit again, bro. I barely hit the ball, bro. <laughs> After that, I said, oh, hell no. Nah. No. Nah. I, I played the rest of that day with them. It was like another five holes left that they had or something like that, four holes. I finished out with them. And I went to straight to the golf store, got me a whole new set, bro. <laughs> so I get the whole set, right? So mind you, this is like this is the, the joint didn't get over to like four thirty five. So I go down, I drive down Westheimer, I go get a whole new set of clubs. I buy the first Nike Sasquatch, the big fat oh, back the, the, joint. The, the, oh, that's the, a square, the square one? one? The square joint. The jumps, the yeah, like yeah. a frying pan, you hit that jump. <laughs> so I get out, I go go back to the range. I'm like, nah, I'm going. I'm go right back to the course. It's like five, five thirty now. It's getting dark. I'm in this joint, and dude uh, who 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 uh, was like a head pro or something like that, assistant pro. He come up to me like, "Man, what are you doing hitting with those?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, I I just bought a set of clubs my first time. <laughs> right. he's, like, he's like, "Yeah, you you shouldn't be hitting these. You should." Left, I went and got the TaylorMade R7, straight up. <laughs> went to the range the next morning at like 7 a.m. and I was hooked ever since. So hold on, hold on. So you bought you bought two brand new drivers. In yeah. what a five hour period? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Hey, I love how golf humbled your ass so quick though. Oh, man. It was not it was like not even forty five minutes. It was like, oh nah, you ain't about to do me yeah. like that. The golf the golf guys was like, Man, his ass need hair even get on back up on his T box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't worry about it. He, he he gonna get it as soon as he come back up here. Don't worry yeah, about it. We got but, him. But was it one of those things, Jay, where you was like where you kinda like, damn, this was easy the first time I did it and then it's hard. So did that bring you back, or was it like I'm about to master this shit regardless, and that's why you came back? Nah, I felt like I I needed to master it regardless. That's why I wanted to come back for real. Because once I uh once I finished the once I finished the um the little round with them, whatever holes it was left, they was telling me about the different clubs that go different distances and all of this. So I'm like, oh, this is like a whole. So I'm chipping, I'm putting, and all of this. I'm blowing the 25 feet past. I'm hitting five feet through it. I'm thinking it's too fast, too slow. I don't know what I'm doing. So now let me ask you a question. So did you think, like, I got to get some lessons? I mean, do you have a coach right now? Yeah, I got a coach now, yeah. Who you work with? I ain't going to name drop nobody, man. I ain't going to do him like that. But he been looking <laughs> up, man. He a, uh, he a good guy, man. No, okay, all right. Good. These pops and I'm working with this guy, um, my man Jason and Lance. They out of Jupiter Hills, but um, okay. my last lesson was with JT Pops. I got two lessons with him before. Okay, um, oh, okay. Despite, I got two lessons with him. One, no, yeah, right after he won it, Pops came home. They was chilling or whatever. Got two lessons with him. Then they went back out on the road and they played in the um, the, what's the uh, one Rory just won? Uh, the Canadian Open. The Canadian Open. Canadian Open. And uh, I, I was working with him and he. 
it's funny because for me, like people always say, uh, you don't want to take, t- uh, take too much information and go into this instructor, go into that instructor. I do it because I haven't been around the game long enough and they've all been around the game 30, 40 years. So anything that they see and might translate and might click to me, I, I try to, I try to use it. I try to, you know, even if it don't, like I know offhand when, you know, when it's not, when it's just, it don't feel right. You know what I'm so- saying? Let's talk, and let's talk about not feeling right. So how how does your IQ in basketball translate to your IQ in golf? Now. Oh, man. <laughs> now. I go for everything. I go for everything, bro. Like, I'm always <laughs> pinch. I'm, that's my biggest problem. Like, when I'm when I'm playing at my best, I don't hit – I don't go for the pin. I hit center at every green. But my ego with making shots, I'm a funny. shot maker, you know. And I, I, I can make – for me, in basketball, I feel like I can make any shot on the court. I could be out of bounds, I was going to go in. I could be falling out of bounds, I was going to go in. I could be falling out of bounds with two hands in my face and get fouled, and it's still going to go in. It's the thing That's going in. Feel. So with the wind blowing this way and this one, nah, I hit this. I'm a muscle this six iron to that tight five feet and knock this eagle in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't. And it don't work like that. It, it don't. Yes, it don't. But <laughs> that's that's just what we're saying to my game, man. man I, I got to get my ego out of it. Well, getting out of it and getting into it, golf is one of those things that can put you into a lot of conversations that you, you have no business being a part of. Uh, right. When you came into the game, um, you know, there's a certain degree of celebrity that you have that kind of probably made it a little bit easier to kind of transition than some other folks. But but what are some of those hurdles other than just getting clubs that you had to jump when you when you took on, hey, I'm about to play this game? Oh man, like for me, like I didn't even realize, like I, I mean, I knew it growing up, like you know, golf was a quote unquote white sport, and um, but when you go to like when I first went to my like my first country club, it was like that was an experience, like it was like it, it felt like get out to me, bro. It was like <laughs> whoa, like I walk in, music stopped playing, people look, I'm like, uh, that's about right. How's everybody doing? Like, I got to speak to everybody. Everybody's just looking at, like, hey, is everybody good? Everybody's going on? Okay, cool, cool. Just just the random token black guy just walk through. I wanna, don't be know. alarmed. Just don't a Negro. Be, just don't just be here. alarmed. I'm not going to, you know, I have, I drove a Benz here. I'm not trying to steal anybody's car. Yeah. I'm supposed uh, to be here. This is my host. Like, I, I got I got my own money. I don't, I don't need, but, but I think that's one thing that gets kind of understated, though, you know, as, as we talk about growing the game is that first country club experience as a new golfer, regardless of your stature in society, like especially right. being a person of color, you walk in there, like you said, the music does stop. And, and I guess that's how you overcame it. Like you spoke to everybody and then it's all love. Like after, yeah. you know, you get through after, that initial. After they realize you're not going to rob them. It is love. No, a hundred percent. Like, and it's crazy to me because I got to go through like this screening before I get to like the love, like, bro, I'm like, What's up? How you doing? How y'all doing? What's going on? What's your name? Hey, yeah, yeah. Your wife is all. What's going on? Y'all want to take a picture? Yeah, come on. Let's do it. They're like, oh, he's not like the rest of them. Who the, f- is the rest of us? Right. Like, what are you no, talking I, about? That's fair, though. Hey, that's fair. That's like, fair. And, and, all, and all the handshakes is, bro, it's just sizing you up. That's oh, it. Oh, man. That, that's all it is. But you know, what's, you know what kills me, though? The first handshake is real official. It's real, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Shake, bro. What's going on? Like, like what's up, dog? Anything good? <laughs> hey, did you notice as you got better, like the the the, the welcome changed as well? Because like as you get oh, good man. at golf, and now you 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 around Rory, you're around JT and other players. Like they've co-signed you, so now when you show up, it's it's a whole different situation. Yeah. Right now, when he show up, he's giving a head nod. What up? 
Not a lot. Yeah, like I'm, I'm Jared the golfer now. Like I'm like, oh, what's up? Like you want to range? Okay, what you working on today? Like not no. Oh, what you doing out here? Uh, yeah. Live around here or, or like no, no, I don't get, I don't get that no more. Hey, not, hey, hey, no, no microaggressions hey. anymore. What you saying, uh, Jay? Yeah, ain't none of that. Hey, what, like, okay, like, what gets me? Like, what gets me is that when that brim is on the other side of the head, how it just throws everybody off. Like when I tell you. How many times I almost got arrested for my hat on the other side of my head? Man, <laughs> no, it's it's crazy. Like it, it throws everybody off into a tizzy. It's crazy. Bro, I was, I was playing at this, at this really, really quote unquote good golf course one day, right? And, and I'm not gonna say quote unquote because it was just in the top fifty. And I'm playing. I'm teeing off nine. With after or no, yeah, I'm teeing off ten. And uh, after playing nine, and um, you know, you swinging. Your shirt come a little untucked. Right. When I tell you they came out the clubhouse like the stormtroopers, like sir, put your shirt in. Like, are those golf shoes? Like, yes, they say Jordan on there, but they golf shoes, bro. Like, y'all ain't you sell them in the pro shop. <laughs> but, but you but you had them on. It's a little more visible when you had them on. Exactly. And then they see the tattoos, it's just like, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, see what happened is in the in the in the uh, clubhouse they had Jordans. When you have them on, they, they Jordan they, Jordans or they Jays. They real Jays. Yeah, they Jays. They were Jordans. Jordan Jordans. Hey, so so here's a question: Like when when you talk about all the golfers in the NBA, you know, you got the Vince Carters, you got the Steph Currys, you got the uh, Chris Pauls. Like, I mean, are you talking the most? Shit? Like, are you are you? Are you yeah. up there to upper echelon? Yeah, I'm smoking all of them. <laughs> I ain't going. I ain't. No, I, I kind of believe that. I mean, you talk. You talking your talk. I, I, I like it. Yeah. I, I mean, I I know Steph is good, and I played with him, and he he dusted me when I was like trash. Because you came as, you met you came to American Century one time, right? Yeah, I came to American Century. Yep, I came to American Century. They never invited me back. I thought I did something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you had I, the J. You had the Jordans on. I, man, I had the Jordans on. <laughs> The air was smelling funky. I don't know. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, but 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 what I I need to understand. So you you play in the NBA. You're 16 years in. You got two two rings, and then you say, "I want to go to college." Let's let's talk about this transition because we always talk about players going from college to the league, never to the league back to college. And now you're you have eligibility to use. So like, what what's, what's it like being J.R. Smith, the student? Man, um, you know, it's crazy. I think I'm more busy now than I was when I was playing. Mm. Like, obviously, you know, school is school, but it's, it's people look at it like, oh man, it's like the, the, is the, is the work hard or is this the, like how, like, it's, for me, it's the time. Like, I gotta spend, like, cause I'm, I got ADD, I was, um, ADHD, dyslexic. So it takes me forever to do assignments and papers and all of this stuff. So it takes me much longer than it takes the, the average person. But doing that is just like, I get to learn. I get to like, I, there's nothing I'm missing. Like I get to relearn it and I get to learn it on over and over and over again. And I really, uh, I really appreciate that because the, the, the tutor that I have, she specializes in IEPs. And she really takes the time and goes goes over it with me, and uh, so it's, for me, it's nothing I missed in my in my classes. So I really, for me, that's the biggest thing. Um, but when I when I take these classes, bro, it's like for, I know it's better than me. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not 
coming from a state of mind where I'm 19, 20 years old. I want to get out of this class. I want to just go have fun with my friends or whatever. I've lived that life to mm-hmm. have fun with my friends. I've won championships. I've been to the biggest parties of parties. So I, the walk in the dorm room, that ain't. <laughs> anyway. So, so that, that party in the common area ain't doing nothing for you. Yeah, it does. I ain't trying to go, you know, stomp the yard. I'll watch y'all do it a little bit and I'm out. You know what I'm saying? I, I got, I got, I'm on a different, I'm on an accelerated plan than they is. But, uh, yeah, that's fair. Well, what about your teammates? You get, you get, they find out that J.R. Smith is their damn teammate. That had to be like the most lit experience uh, uh, for them, but also probably for you too. Yeah, man. He, uh, I mean, they, well, they, they, they really embraced me, man. We got a, a men's and females team. Um, I get a lot of tutor. I get a lot of, uh, not tutoring on the golf course from, the females as well as the males, you know, and, and that's the, the the thing people miss in, in sports. I think in general, you learn so much more from the female players because they do it everything the right way because they're not trying to hit the 500 yards. They already know they can't, you know. So okay. it, it, the swing, the technique, and everything is, like, per, so precise. So when I, I, I work with them a lot on my short game and uh, my teammates, man, they've been – They've been. They, I think they reap the most benefits, man. They 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 love the tailor made deals and all of this stuff, <laughs> and uh, they love having me around too, though. But um, for the most part, they still make me. They still call me. Well, they don't call me Freshy no more. <laughs> uh, right. But I had to buy the Gatorades and all of that. I went through the. My, I played my little dude. Hey, so so when we when we think about like you know kind of backtracking to the education part. You know, when you, when you think about kids setting goals and going back to school or just really attacking school to be, uh, you know, to be aggressive and, and, and understand and have a great career after, after college, what was the most, what was the, at what, at what point did you realize, like, man, I, I, I'm in school and, I, and I'm, I'm proud of what I did? Like, was it, you got your first A? What was the moment, like, I am so glad I did this and I'm here and I'm ready to attack this thing full, with full head of steam? Um... I think uh, after my first class, first like class. I, it was so much for me. I, I like again. I get I got an insecurity over my. I had or oh, I had an insecurity over my disability. So for me, like I had so much anxiety going into yeah. uh, the first day and how much pressure I was putting on myself. And I'm like, oh man, I don't know if it's gonna be like this. It was like that. How are they gonna receive me? Like, is it just gonna look like some rich dude just trying to, you know, whatever? It's just. And once that first day got over with, it was just refreshing to me because I was just Earl Smith on, I was just Earl Smith number, whatever, whatever, freshman, graduating 20, uh, 25, whatever. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'm just, I'm just me. All right, cool. And then uh, lo and behold, once they start getting hip to my Twitter feeds and everything else, people start putting it together. But that <laughs> first day was it gave you man. After the, after that, I, I was cool. I was straight. I was like, All right, I can do this. This is this is what it is. All right, what about that first tournament though? Because uh, yeah, the class is cool. Whatever we got the books, the tutors, and shit, but now you got to take take your, your show on the road now, Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You know what's you know it's crazy because I'm sitting on the first tee, right? I got. Two, I'm playing with two other freshmen, um, one with the Temple and the other one with the Elon, and um, they looking obviously they looking at me like, oh, shit. like that's Jr. Smith, that's Jr. Smith. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, 
it almost felt like I'm in a pro am at first. You know what I'm <laughs> like I'm like like I'm a celebrity guest over this jump. And for so the first T ball, it wasn't as nerve wracking as it was until I made because uh, I had I parred the first hole, then I think I made a double on the second hole, and then the next hole I birdied. And I was like, okay. They was like, okay, this is like he, he about to start. I'm like, oh, they got they expect me to like really be like that. Like they, I started putting so much pressure on myself. I'm like, oh, I'm about like, wait a minute. I was like, I'm about to go out to join Birdie every hole now. I don't, I don't want you to think that because this is a, this ain't that. Then I it would it would it would after that. But uh, after the it was fun, man, because I get to like again competing. Once I really channel my 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 energy into how to compete on a golf course compared to the basketball court, you know, it, it was it was a different ball game. Because basketball, you speed it up, play harder, do you know, get a rebound, do this and that. Mm-hmm. I, it's harder. It was harder for me to really figure out slow down. Yeah, on the fairway, just hit the center of the green, just smooth swings. Stop, oh, stop pressing and stop forcing. And it's just like, okay, I can do this. Next tournament, first tee box. I make a nine. I'm like, man, I'm done. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming in with so much anticipation, expectations. I'm like, man, I'm about to go. I'm about to finish top fifteen. I'm about to come out here like that. Nine. Yeah, well, fighting for last, baby. Jay, you get you make this nine right. So your whole expectations was was completely different. You was like, oh. Sh- because yeah. we've all done it. It ain't it yeah. ain't like you exempt now. Right. You 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 learning every lesson that we have. And it was funny when I heard when I hear people saying that it it, it did make me feel better because like when I get I got into um we played thirty six that day and I finished the first eighteen. I'm running into the clubhouse, go to the bathroom. This older older guy walks up to me. and said, "Listen, don't worry about it. Just just play. Just everybody who's competed has done something like that." Or probably worse. And I got news for you. It's not going to be the first time, and it damn sure ain't going to be the last. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, where? like, man, listen, I'm telling you, I've, I've competed in golf over 30 years. I made, I make a nine at least once a year. Yeah, it happens, and they come out of nowhere too. God. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay, okay, that make me feel a little better. But I'm still watching Rory and these dudes. They ain't making no nine. Nah, it, well, sometimes a six is their nine. Right, <laughs> but. I, so I have to understand, like, I mean, you're a teammate, you know, you played in the NBA for so many years, you've seen it all. I mean, are you traveling like these guys? Like, are you are you bunking with these guys in the hotel? Are you like, you know what, dog, I drive my own bins to the, to the site? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm driving, I'm driving my whip, man. <laughs> so you know, are you you not on the bus with him at all? I ain't on the bus. <laughs> they asked me to be on the bus too, man. Like, Yo, man, come on, come on. I said, listen, man, I'm gonna follow y'all in the car behind me. I'll be right behind you. You stop at the rest stop. I'll be right there, filling up. I'll be getting snacks with you. Uh, we, you ain't doing that bus life, nah, bro. Because you, people don't realize, bro. HBCUs is not like it's not no power fives. We don't got the resources, all of that. So when and people be like, oh, man, you, you know, you take it from the – no, if anything, I, I'm helping. Like, <laughs> they're like, oh, you, you know, you taking a spot, somebody's spot. No, 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 no. They need me right now. We need yeah, no. more funds and we need more resources. Absolutely. We need everything we can get because we don't have nowhere near – not even the Division three schools, let alone Division one. This the Division three schools got hitting bays, putting green. Practice facilities. facilities. Like – Unlimited hours and used to golf courses, range, balls, whatever. 
clubs, gloves, bags, whatever you need. And for us, it's like I get on the team. I got one dude who's using the bag that would look like five years old. Look like rats was running through his bag. <laughs> all types of stuff. I got another dude who got clubs ten years old. I'm like, they, we can't keep up. We don't even have the technology to be. We only have the equipment of the technology that people use to be able to compete. Nice. So it's like, all right, hold on. How can I make this change? Like, this is something I gotta put. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad because I, I played golf at Florida A&M and I transferred from the University of Louisville. So I, I saw both sides of the dynamic. And I, I think that's one of the things that, that does make you being on that team uh, uh, so important, JR, is, is people need to understand the the hurdles, not even the hurdles, the, the nothingness that, that these cats have, man. Like I didn't have, when I left Louisville, I had balls, clubs, I had everything I needed. When I got to FAMU, it was, it was like, y'all playing with this? Y'all, we, wait, we got to make a tee time? We got to make a tee time. On a Tuesday to practice, I got I got to set a range time. So I, I appreciate you saying what you said because there's a lot of players playing in HBCUs that that need help, you know. And and, and you you that sounding board. So I appreciate that. But, but here, here's here, here's my question though. This I would like to know in three years from now when you graduate, where would you like to see the North Carolina A&T program be? I mean, you just you just gave a, a list of of some of the uh, the barriers. But after you mm-hmm. put your hands on this this program, what would you like? I wanted to be a powerhouse. I wanted to be uh, uh, almost like a cultivation site for young Af- African Americans and minorities to come and give it their best chance at making it on the tour. You know, I wanted to be like a, a, our own version of a Oklahoma or Stanford or whatever else, whether it be building facilities or getting sponsors, whatever I got to do, that's my, that's my goal. Because uh, there's a lot of talent out there and a lot of kids who, who have the talent just don't have the resources to actually, you know, achieve their goals. And it's a lot, you know, if people – it's funny because, like, when I come from the, the professional level, obviously everything stated the yard, you, you don't – nothing is second fiddle or, not, or second to last or whatever. And you come to HBCU, people are like, oh, no, you're just spoiled and you're just used to this and used to this. Like, no, 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 no. This is the bare minimum of what they should be getting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't even get uniforms to match. Like, what is, like we feel, I feel like we the bad news bears. I'm like, I, why, why do we have to do all of this for a, a sport that's already being funded for at a school? You know? Mm-hmm. And, and why is our school, if we already, quote, unquote, in the known need and lack of everything, but no donation dollars. There's no way to raise the money. Nobody's like, there's, the whole situation is just, is, it confuses me. Yeah. So I want to simplify it and just try to make it the best that I, I can while I'm there. Yeah. And uh, how, put in How'd the, that make you feel when you got there, Jay? Like when you, when you realize, yeah, you was hurt. Like, I, I, I hurt. appreciate that. Surprised. Yeah, that's vulnerable, that's vulnerable right there. We appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, man. Because when you see, like, like when you see people giving it they are and they just don't have, you know, people who give a damn about them. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, and I, and I felt hurt from, not only from my, t- watching it firsthand with my team, because my team is one of the quote unquote bigger HBCUs, one of the biggest HBCUs. Yep. So when I go to see, uh, what was it Chicago, the UMES, the Howards, the FAMUs, the Alabama States, and I see all of us struggling together. I'm like, man, like, okay, I want to do this for this school. I want to map out a whole plan. Okay, but what about these kids? Mm-hmm. We got another 100 and 200 kids over here. How are we going to, you know, 
make it work for everybody. And, you know and that's what, that's what makes it, that's what make you know Steph Curry what he did with Howard so so important because I hope and I'm hoping with that what he did it can be replicated throughout yeah. uh, HBCUs across the country because you know even with what Steph is doing man they're starting to get they're just now starting to get some of the needs met through Coach Perrier. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's crazy because golf is like a game of of, of mass production when it, when it gets to the equipment of the game. Okay, balls. Gloves, bags—they—they they coming out with something every month, almost, literally. And I'm not saying, okay, give us, give us the steaks that you don't want, but don't just throw them away. Right. You got all these clubs and all this other stuff. You, all these companies from—that's why I really uh, commend TaylorMade because they really stepped up and sponsoring. I think it's like five HBCUs they sponsored this past year. And my man, Tony Starks, they're hoping to grow it to yeah, even more. Yeah, shout out to Tony Starks for sure. Absolutely. And it's like, bro, we, it's an un, I don't know. It, it, it just, it, it, it burns me up, bro. I, I can go to the store and see all of these balls and bags and everything else just sitting there. And it's going to be there tomorrow. And it's going to be there tomorrow. And then in months later, it's like, oh, we're just going to push this back to the, inventory send it back to the company you know tell them what the company do with it and there's all these kids who love the game who genuinely love the game not trying to you yeah. know just get something for free they're going to use what you give them to the until it ain't no grooves on the way there's nothing else they're yeah. going to use them no absolutely but jay like going through this whole process you play the league you, you're the mega star you come in you, you see what you're seeing what have you learned about yourself through i guess this process of, of going playing the league going to school, you know, being on a team. Like, what have you learned about you through this whole time? Um, The biggest thing, honestly, the world don't revolve around me. Um, and I've, obviously, I've, I've known that for a while. But um, since I stopped playing, like, I was, in, I was under an assumption almost, like, everybody watched the NBA. Like everybody know, like everybody watched the finals. Everybody know, like, and I got out of it, and I realized people don't watch every game, bro. Like people don't follow you like that. People, you not that big a deal. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? And then when you go talk to other people who like in those corporate offices, and they look at you like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 and don't move. It's like, oh yeah, I really am like everybody else. Like this ain't, this ain't that. Especially in the game of golf, like we yeah. all know. So it's like it's like, damn, it, it kind of it kind of hit home for me. Like, okay, like I gotta buckle down and like really like figure this shit out. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I really like I take my schoolwork so serious because it ain't gonna be in a minute. Like, I mean, I'm planning on I plan on getting my doctorate. So in a minute, ain't nothing you gonna be able to tell me why you can't do this X, Y, and Z and why this can't get done. That's Is that my exclusive. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't read that yet. Yeah, is that a, is that oh, exclusive? Sure. Yeah, you can get that. I'm, right. I'm getting mine for real. Ooh, I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a plane where ain't nothing gonna stop me because I know my goal. I know my purpose. My purpose ain't it ain't about me no more. It's about everybody else who looks like me coming after me. Mm. Hey, you give me well, chills, cause I know I just got them too. Like they, that shit was like an email. Like it shit came and got all of us. All that, was right, a, that, was a, that was the Holy Spirit a little bit. Yeah, I call it. <laughs> We're about to start speaking in tongues. All right, Jay, look, we let everybody out of here the same way. You are not exempt. Um, we call it Rap Foursome right here and Beyond the Fairway podcast presented by Genesis. You're going to go play golf with four rappers. I don't care if they're dead or alive. If they play golf or don't play golf, you're going to play a five ball. We want to know who you pulling up to the course with. 
Well, four rappers? Four rappers. It, this is my this is probably my favorite rap foursome, Will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can tell where you took the question. I know, I'm excited. You Gaylord Fokker. <laughs> I'm glad I'm there's an edit gonna, button. I'm gonna go with Hove. Fair. Lil Wayne. Uh Scarface, because I know Scarface can go. Yes. He can and he can play he can play too. Nah, I know that's what I'm saying. I know he can I know he can rap, obviously, but I know he can play. I want I gotta have at least one person who know how what they doing. Oh, <laughs> uh, and probably I might take schoolboy. Okay. Mm, All right, we got two golfers in there. We gotta get Hove out to the golf course. That's what hey. that's what that's I want what to I see lefty swing, man. I want to <laughs> hey, see that. JR, we appreciate what you do for the game. We appreciate, you know, you being uh, a, a voice, you know, too. I think I think that's probably extremely understated um, because, you know, we we golf need you. We need you to, to be who you are authentically and love the game how you do. So uh, from the bottom of my heart, we appreciate you coming in here, going beyond the fairway. And uh, we go, hey, we got to play. Because I saw you with Bryce Butler, and that, that pissed me off. Uh, it hurt a little bit, bro. Because Bryce ain't – there. I ain't going to say that. I ain't saying no names. As related you already to his said ability. his name. Like no, no, no. I'm talking about his, his ability. I'm kidding. Bryce is actually all right, and he's gotten he's better. Like but, but we need you to go come out here with us, and we might show you some different, different situations. But, hey, JR, we appreciate you, man. All the best to you. We'll holler at you. Appreciate y'all, man. All right, bro. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Blessings, man. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Well, it goes without saying, Jr. make he made this damn game his own, man. He, he made it. He owned it. I mean, I really appreciate his authenticity. You know, this conversation, man. I, I, I felt like, man, he got a little bit, he got a little vulnerable. He got real. He got real. It was a very real conversation, right. with Jr. Absolutely. Know, talked about going to the HBCUs and making an honor roll. No offense, I, I ain't want to call him out, but I don't see Jr. Smith making the honor roll. I didn't, oh, you wrong for that. It just didn't match. You wrong for that. Man, you shouldn't judge a book. I did. I'm you sorry. judged you know, a book. I apologize, oh, man. Oh, my Damn, gosh. I, Will's thinking the same. I just said Gee, it. That's, that's, I, I'm that's, the only one who can say something like that. <laughs> you can't. I know. I can't back out of that. <laughs> but what I appreciated was was how important it was to JR to leverage his platform and go to an HBCU mm. there in North Carolina A&T. Even though I went to FAMU, so I really don't care that he should have went somewhere different. Anyways, another topic for another day. But it, it, it matters to a guy like me who, who – knows the difference between playing golf at a, at a power school versus a HBCU. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and one of the things that I, I really uh, love about that conversation, uh, it, it kind of piggybacking off the vulnerability, it, it's okay to be dyslexic and ADHD. It's okay. It's, it's okay if you – it's okay. And I just love the fact that he, he kind of shared that with us because I don't believe he shared that with any other podcast. Or news outlet. Or, or news outlet. Or media. Yeah, exclusive. We got yeah, a lot of exclusives here on Beyond the Absolutely. Fairway. And so we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. But thank you as always for watching Beyond the Fairway. Get it wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll be back next week. we got a lot of content to be back with. So we'll holler at y'all.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.